the uh, Four Noble Truths, the, uh, as you well know, the Paticca Samuppada is dealing with the second and third Noble Truths. So that the, the arising and the ceasing of suffering Now the, the nature of the mind is such that that when when we uh, as long as there's this ignorance, this avicca, then then everything that we do, I mean, life itself will always have this sense of dukkha involved in it. Always be uh, we'll always feel threatened or anxious or worried about the. Um, living as human beings in the, in a world that is um, that is created through our own distorted view, so that the Buddha's uh, teaching is one to say transcend that distorted view, to see that view, and to let go of it. And that view is the self view, the self view that comes from uh, identification of the five. Kandas, Rupa, Vedana, Sanya, Sankara, Vijnana. Identification with consciousness, isn't it? Consciousness is, is what? The common word in the English language, but Vijnana, uh, the Pali word for consciousness. In consciousness we can know things, isn't it? It's, it's being able to see, hear, smell, taste, touch and think to bring in something into consciousness. To be conscious is to breathe, to feel, to be able to see and hear and smell and taste and touch and think. But consciousness is also conditioned and is impermanent and is, and is uh, not a person, not a soul or a So in this way, the the um, identification with consciousness or with with the body, with the feelings, with the ability to perceive, or remember, or or with uh, volition, all this is impermanent and not self. In vipassana insight practice, we the the purpose then is to is to investigate this so thoroughly that you know this in, in a very, through insight knowledge rather than through uh, this, uh, just believing in the teaching itself, just uh, accepting the, the teaching without investigating it. Now the Patija Sanupada uh, with avicca, bhajaya, sankara, sankara, bhajaya, vinyanang, vinyana, bhajaya, namarupang, Nama rupang bhajaya salayatana salayatana bhajaya pasa pasa bhajaya vedana. There, that whole sequence then uh, is from ignorance that affects everything. From the when when we when there's avicca, then whatever whatever happens is interpreted from this self view, and that is the. The, the sankhara, 
uh, avicca bhajaya sankara, and so therefore the the consciousness and the uh, namarupa salayatana, all this, the uh, all of this is regarded as me and mine, or that assumption is made. So that the the, the like the namarupa and salayatana is are the five khandas, aren't they? Vinyana, Vajaya, Namarupa, Namarupa, Vajaya, Salayatana, all that is the five khandas. And that five khandas is from the, uh, from the position of avicca is regarded as a self, as me and mine. Remember that until you're enlightened and you see clearly the way things are, then then everything is assumed and interpreted just through the what they call the anusaya, uh, the the habit formations of conditioning, just the way you 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 say before you've questioned and investigated dhamma, you have there's just the anusaya latent tendencies uh, that that are there from the conditioning of your background of your experience with life is influencing uh, how you're interpreting, how you're relating to experience. So that the, when there's pasa, contact, and then there's vedana, then, then with that vedana, uh, that conditions dunha or desire. So desire, the, the word dunha, it relates to this, this, uh, this basic misunderstanding of avicca. Then desire conditions ubadana or clinging, and clinging conditions becoming, and come becoming conditions uh, the aging process, death, and grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. So the, the misery, that whole mass of misery, is is the result of avicca. So this is this is what the uh, and as long as there's this grasping of avicca, or grasping of the five khandas, or the grasping of desire, in that dana ubadana power sequence, the grasping of desire. Then there's the becoming, and anything that becomes will change and get old, get sick, die, or it will get, you will feel despair, anguish, grief, sorrow, with whatever you're attached to, as it changes, because uh, everything changes and it always changes. Uh, it doesn't get better and better. It get, might get better for a while, but then it gets worse. Doesn't it? That's change is not uh, one one just a progression into better, better, better. Things can get better, but they also then reach a peak and they get worse. So then there's despair and anguish, grief and sorrow, lamentation. So it's really important to investigate this. This point of Vedana and and uh, Dana Ubadana, and in 
in Vipassana, in the, in the, in the Satipatthana, of course, Vedana, Gaya Nupassana, and Vedana Nupassana. You're really investigating the nature of the body and feeling, because this is, this, this is, uh, this body we have here, something you can investigate, because it's, it's one of the more kind of solid, less ephemeral conditions that we have. And then Vedana, feeling. So Vedana is the attraction and aversion through the senses and the mind. Disregard Vedana, is, uh, it, it's described in different ways, but it can be uh, Sukha, Dukkha, and, uh, and neither Sukha nor Dukkha, neutral Vedana. Or it can be the Vedana through the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind. So Vedana is like this, the, the attract, you see a beautiful object, and that uh, attractiveness is the Vedana through the eye or a beautiful sound, or a fragrant odor, or a pleasant taste, or a happy memory. The, the actual impingement uh, of that object in consciousness, if it's attractive, that's the Vedana. If it's, if it's uh, repulsive, then it's Dukkha Vedana. If it's neither attractive nor repulsive, then it's Atuka Matsuka Vedana. Now Vedana is is uh, something quite basic, so it's to be to be fully recognized that whole that whole attraction and repulsion experience, which we tend to take personally, don't we? We tend to make it a very like it's it's a personal problem. If you see. Uh, 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 a person who is attractive, one can make it, one can feel attracted to somebody and then take it very personally, like, oh, there I go again, full of lust, desire for somebody, rather than recognizing that, that, the, that the basic uh, thing there is an attractive, something attractive through the eye and the feeling of being attracted is just the, the nature of things. It's Vedana. That applies uh, equally to the repulsive. The Atuka Matsuka Vedana is something that you you don't notice. You, you don't notice you, it because, because neutral Vedana, neither pleasure nor pain, uh, does not attract or repel. So it has to be noticed because it, it doesn't it doesn't hold our it doesn't uh, bring our attention to it in its own right. If, if something's very pleasant or very painful, then it, any extreme vedana grabs our attention, absorbs our attention. But atuka matsuka vedana, uh, you have to you have to turn to you have to notice it. So in Say in noticing neutral Vedana, you, 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 we do that. Saying just say on the on the uh, on the body itself, just beginning to observe what your body feels like when there's not 
ple- when it doesn't feel particularly pleasure, there's not a pleasurable feeling or a painful one. Just the the way one hand touches another, or the your robes touch your skin, or and you begin. You have to notice this, don't you? Because it doesn't it doesn't say notice me. But when you when you turn your attention to neutral Vedana, you, it's definitely feeling there, isn't it? There's some kind of feeling. But it's not. It's neither pleasure nor painful. Neither pleasurable nor painful. With Vedanupasana, Satipatthana, we we can we can be, begin to n- say just notice. Say rather than than. Uh, then analyze things from the personal position. This is the danger with, with so many of you, is you tend to analyze yourselves, uh, always from the, from the tendency of a Western mind to kind of, uh, uh, with our conditioning towards psychology, our intention to, to uh, analyze our motives and, and think about ourselves a lot, or speculate about ourselves, then by doing that we, we, we go around and around with this without recognizing what avicca and what, uh, veda, what that whole process involves. We can just spend the, this two-month retreat thinking about ourselves as a person, thinking about whether we're good enough or not good enough or can or can't or whether we have the enough baramis or whether you know we should disrobe or whether we should dedicate our whole life to being samanas or whether we should go somewhere else and do something else or find another path and so we can we can spend two months just thinking about ourselves and quite intelligently too you can hear the most uh, kind of intelligent uh, analysis of of oneself. People sometimes are brilliant at introspection, but that's not vedana nupasana satipatthana. We're not we're not thinking about ourselves, but noticing just the feeling of being conscious. Because we're conscious, and there's Vedana, and we're aware of what it is to feel, and what attraction, what repulsion, what neither attraction or repulsion is, as an experience here and now. Which is Dhamma, it's not a person. It's not everybody is that way. There's nobody that doesn't, that isn't that way. We're all, that's a common, common ground common uh, experience from having been born as a human being and being conscious. Gayanupasana, Saripatthana, to, to contemplate just the, the, the nature of your body with the four elements, the heat element in this kind of weather. It's certainly uh, something to contemplate, isn't it? What heat and cold are the fire in the body. The body is is a fire, is a fire formation, isn't it? It's got heat in it. 
it's got the liquid element, the solid, and the wind, the air. So that the, the four elements is one way of contemplating the, the nature of the body, rather, which is not personal, isn't it? It's not contemplating its, whether it's male or female or beautiful or ugly or young or old, black or white. whether it's good or bad, or should be anyway, we're, we're just noticing, the, say, the four elements and the, 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 and the feeling of it. Now, with uh, emotion, many people uh, have strong emotions, so that the emotional nature of a person tends to carry us, uh, say, from Vedana, it goes into all kinds of conceptual proliferations, isn't it? When you, uh, if sensory impingement, something attractive or repulsive impinge on you, then the, the emotion, what, it, what emotion is, is that, that conceptual proliferation that goes on. All the, the that thinking and, and uh, grasping, rejecting, suppressing, defending. When we talk about emotions, and we, we, people uh, are always coming from uh, some, some holding on to opinion or a view or an ideal. They're feeling, definitely feeling, but they interpret always the feeling, the ability to be sensitive in feeling from this very personal position and from a viewpoint, from a fixed position about how things should be or shouldn't be, or some kind of speculative opinion, some kind of conceit, some kind of uh, a reference to oneself and what one thinks. That's the emotional world of, of the human being, based on this, uh, on this avicca bhajaya sankara. Now emotions are 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 very strong, so that I mean the, those tendencies, emotional tendencies, can just be like big tidal waves. Some of you just seem to get overwhelmed with your emotions, that conceptual proliferating tendency of your mind uh, through feeling. So instead of of, of proliferating or suppressing emotion, you can. Contemplate Vedana. What does it feel like to hate or be angry or confused or frightened or jealous or greedy or, or in love or whatever? What does it feel like as a feeling? Physically, with the, the attractiveness, the, the excitement, say, of being in love or the... Or the uh, sharpness of being angry, or the what is it? What does jealousy feel like? What is the vedana that you that is present when these when these emotions are operating? So that bring your attention to the way it is, to the to the to the body and to the feeling that you're having, rather than uh, being caught in the 
trying to, uh, I, I caught in the extremes of indulging or suppressing your emotions. Now, I think many of us don't find so much of the emotional world pretty, <clears throat> pretty uh, unpleasant. To have to kind of always respond emotionally or get involved emotionally with other people is, is exhausting, isn't it? To always be pulled into an emotional world, somebody's feelings, somebody's opinions, somebody's uh, loves and hates and fears and desires. It, it's, uh, it's, uh, and, and yet, this is what uh, Coronation Street, Dallas and Dynasty are about, isn't it? In the emotional world, the kind of astral world of humanity. It's, it's, it's exciting to have emotional relationships. We think of sometimes in think somebody isn't emotional, then they're cold. They're, they're just cold. They don't have emotions. They're just kind of rationalists without feeling. You can actually look them into the eye, look them straight in the eye and get a real solid feeling, a, a real r- rapport there of, of sharing and something or other on this, this plane. Because the emotional world is quite compelling, isn't it? To actually uh, pull each other into, into various strong uh, conceptual proliferations. Attract each other and, and pull each other into, into some kind of relationship And if this is done from avicca bhajaya sankara, then it's just a burnout. It's a, it's always going to end up in despair and in, in disgust and in weariness. That's why, one one tends to avoid such things, because you know that, that if you if you spend your life just getting pulled into people's feelings and emotional worlds, that it always ends up in despair or in, in exhaustion. So the, say the, the compassionate being then doesn't make that, doesn't expect that or demand that from others, doesn't go around uh, kind of trying to draw people into emotional relationships and binding kind of, uh, making that kind of demand or having that expectation on others. Then you, you, you respect people too much to try to just use them for some kind of thing, some kind of toy in your own life. Some kind of, draw them in to, for some kind of uh, neurotic need. So contemplate this in, in your. In, in your own experiences, these the, the emotions that get these these big tidal waves of feeling and emotion that one has, really determined to use the body and its and its and its uh, feeling. What is what do you feel like in your in your chest, in your heart, or in your solar plexus, in this in this part of where 
This is, this is where you feel life, isn't it? And it's, and it's uh, good practice to, to really watch your heart, listen to your heart, not in the sense of listening to all its, its kind of conceptual proliferating tendencies, but to, to really uh, notice the feeling and the, the, um, the tension or the, or the emptiness or the, how you describe it. It can be, it, because we, we can be so carried away with conceptual proliferation, we don't even notice the actual feelings we're having, physical feelings that we have in our body. So this is where, with mindfulness, you pay attention to them. You pay attention to the feeling of, of anger or, or greed or confusion or doubt. What is the, the, the feeling of doubt and the feeling of, of um, restlessness, these hindrances, dullness, just uh, contemplating the feeling of it, to, to use your mind to, to notice and pay attention to Vedana. Now, with the, if, if you don't do that, then what you tend to do is indulge or suppress. So you're either trying to get rid of bad feelings or, or you're indulging in good ones. And that's uh, the emotional tendency to, 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 conce- to the, the papancha, the conceptual proliferation, this kind of astral plane of emotional proliferations. Now the word emotion is also can to have emotions is isn't always in a it doesn't it can also doesn't necessarily a pejorative word is it? We sometimes uh, equate emotion with feeling and uh, being able to feel and care and love and and all of that I think very positive beautiful qualities that human beings have. I'm not disparaging warmth and caring and loving and so forth as something kind of uh, conceptual, just putting it down as conceptual proliferation. But if if this caring and loving come only from avicca, bhajaya sankara, then it, it is going to be some form of demand or attachment. And so it's going to end up, I mean, Sokapariteva tukatomanasa upayasa. Grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. So when, when that is released, when we, when we let go, rather than attach, when we know Vedana and consciousness and know things as they are, know the Dhamma, then, then we, we no longer attach or we let go. If we're attached, we let go. If we're, if we're mindful, then we don't attach. We don't grasp at things. So then, 
that doesn't feel anything anymore. Because feeling is a part of our experience. It's the result of being born and being conscious. We're feeling. Feeling, we're going to be feeling the rest of our lives. And that's, that's part of our karma of, of having been born. And a lot of the feelings are not going to be very nice. Even if you, even when you're enlightened, even when you, when you're an enlightened being, feeling a lot of feeling through birth is not is going to be painful because that's just the way it is. That's what feeling is about, isn't it? It's pleasure and pain. And this this human form and and this existence in this in this as a human being within a a body made out of the four elements living on a planet and a body that gets old and gets illnesses and, and, and then dies, this kind of feeling. And also, because we have, to, we have to look at things sometimes that are pretty horrible. Imagine what uh, people in Armenia are having to look at, just with their eyes. Even enlightened Armenians must be experiencing some if there are any enlightened Armenians. <laughs> Never thought of enlightenment in connection with Armenia, actually. <laughs> but they, but they're just, say, these natural catastrophes, or the, the, when, just say, when, say, just the feelings that one has when, say, people become disillusioned, and like Sister Jitapala uh, becoming disillusioned with the life, wanting to, to leave. That's a feeling, isn't it? One feels it. So, I mean, it, one can, can conceptually proliferate about that and, uh, and make a kind of, you know, have strong views and opinions about what she should do, or what she shouldn't do, or what one should feel and what one shouldn't feel. That's the emotion, isn't it? The emotion that follows the feeling. So the Sitchitapala fed up with uh, Buddhism, so, so then you, and, and, and you feel very kind of upset by that. Then you go to the feeling, the feeling of being upset rather than to the, than making an emotion out of it. It's a way of just observing that, that when somebody you love wants to separate, this is, this is the feeling, this is how it feels. This is, uh, this is how it feels. So you're really with the feeling of it, and you're, you're noticing the Vedana rather than making a, an emotional problem about it, either through indulging or suppressing. doesn't mean one doesn't feel. This is, this is, this is this be a part of our life, of, of people coming and going, and people uh, doing things that we don't like, or people uh, not agreeing with us, or people becoming, misunderstanding us. And that's, that's very painful, isn't it? To be misunderstood by somebody you really love and like. Is, is very, is, is a, that's a, a strong feeling arises in that experience 
which we can get very emotional about. Conceptual proliferation. I just want to be understood and blah, 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 blah. Or, if you're, if you're really mindful, then you're, you're, still, you're going to feel that, but you can observe it. You can, you can notice, you can, you can go to the actual uh, physical feeling of the frustration or the disappointment of not being understood or being misunderstood. So you're, you're using life's experiences uh, to, to contemplate the way things are. Being an enlightened, wise being doesn't mean that you feel nothing. It means there's still a feeling, but you know what it is. You can, you can observe, you can watch, you can uh, contemplate it and accept it for what it is and not make, not, not create any, 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 any delusions around it. That's what an enlightened being is, an enlightened human being is about. We're still going to experience fully the uh, life's uh, impingement. But the enlightened being is not deluded by it, and the ignorant being is deluded by it. He's always getting upset, getting angry, getting carried away, trying to get away from it, trying to deny, trying to defend, blaming, and, and uh, the whole, the whole uh, realm of papancha, conceptual proliferation, whirls away. It's called the endless cycles of samsara, the vata samsara. When we study life like this, then we learn. We 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 have we, there's wisdom to to be able to learn from life's experiences. Vedana, bandhya, dhanha, desire, isn't it? Dhanha. There's. Kama dhanha, power dhanha, vipavadhanha, three kinds of dhanha, three kinds of desires. Say with, with vedana, or say uh, with, uh, of the sense, sensual vedana, seeing something beautiful with the eye. Then the desire to have it, desire to grasp the, the beautiful object. There's attraction, eh? the flower, the vase of flowers over there. There's the, the attractiveness, that's the Vedana, Sukha Vedana. Then the desire, if I'm not mindful, you know, I want that, grasp it. Then the, the wanting, the desire, then the Upadana, Dana Upadana, grasping it, that's mine. Those are my flowers. Then I become somebody who has a bouquet of flowers that are mine. (laughs) 
we'll apply that to to say something more kind of strong than just uh, than just uh, a, a vase of flowers. I mean, if we if you want a Rolls Royce, isn't it? Desire. You see, a roll. You 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 have desire for a a beautiful and expensive car, and then you you grasp that desire, and then you become someone who wants a big, expensive, showy car. And then you have to do all the things, you have to devote yourself to get the money and so forth to be able to, or maybe if you're prone towards crime, you figure out ways of stealing one or whatever. But anyway, the mind goes toward trying to figure out how to get it, get what we want, and we grasp the desire. With mindfulness, doesn't mean that we we have no, uh, that we don't find Rolls Royces attractive, because they are, and they? We, you, you, always, you can hardly miss them when they, one goes by, you always know that's a Rolls. They're, the, they're obviously attractive to the human mind. We can observe. Uh, most of us don't want one, so it's not really a problem, is it? I personally don't want one. I have no desire for one, even though I do find them attractive. I, I have no longing for them. Well, that's the gama dhanha, say, in, in, in through, through the eye, ear, nose, tongue, and body. That's gama dhanha. Gama is the sensual desire. Bhava dhanha, the desire to become, that's more of a problem with us, isn't it? A lot of bhava dhanha and vipava dhanha, desire to become or desire to get rid of. Some of you are very high-minded, altruistic idealists. So you have a lot of vipavadanha, which is, means you want to get rid of, of, the, uh, of anything kind of mean or silly or foolish or anything low. And if, you have a, if you have a trivial or a dirty thought or something not very nice, you, you just oh, hate it shouldn't think like that. That's vipavadanha. That's a desire to get rid of something you have, something that, that, is, that you're experiencing that, you, do, that you, you don't like. It's aversion, vipavadanha. Bhavadanha is wanting to become. You, if you're uh, an idealist, you want to become perfect. You want to become somebody who's, who's really uh, full of compassion and, and totally unselfish and and uh, very patient and you want to to become this and become that become perfect that desire to become or it can be just ambition to become the first arahant in britain or to become something or other become an become an ajahn that you can <laughs> The Bhavadana desire to become an Arjan. So Bhavadana is the becoming, Vipavadana the the desire to get rid of something unpleasant. So that that this these three kinds of desires are to be 
reflected on and seen for what they are. The um, Dhanha Upadana Bhava, that sequence in the Paticca Samuppada, really reflect on that, on the desire, attachment and becoming. Contemplate that during your practice, during this retreat. From the Vedana, Dhanha. Vedana is 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 a result of being born. But the Dhanha Ubadana power sequence, that's something we create out of ignorance. Uh, contemplate, think about that. As, you know, now mindfulness, with mindfulness as the way out of suffering, we can, we can, you know, this is what we do, we reflect on the actual experience. Vedana, you go to, in Vedananupas, you go right to, the, to what feeling is, you investigate and know and contemplate feeling to you, to those insight knowledge of, of Vedana, you know Vedana for what it is. Then then, then, then you can be very clear about dunha. Don't be afraid of desire. You're not trying to, to wipe out desire, but to study desire. When you have desires, when there's desires in your, you're feeling desires for this or desires to become or desires to get rid of, you contemplate it. This is desire. Desire is like this. It's, it's uh, from the from the Vedana of the sensual realm, the sensitivity, the pleasure and pain, and the the wanting, and then the grasping, and then the becoming. So this bawa is an interesting word. The becoming, what we we always becoming something. Whatever we grasp, we become that. If you practice any samatha meditation, then you, you realize that, that when you're grasping a, a, a sign for concentration, you actually become the sign. You absorb into the sign. You become that way. The object, the subject and object become one thing in, uh, the, in uh, the, uh, samatha practices. In vipassana, you are observing the whole process of becoming. <laughs> so you're not, you're not, you're not uh, concentrating or holding on to anything. You're not holding on to anything, but you're observing, witnessing, contemplating, reflecting on the way it is through, with mindfulness, with sati and sampajanya and panya. So just to to use this this particular teaching, the teacher Samupala, you can see, well, like what I've been doing tonight, is reflecting out loud on it. And they begin to uh, take this this uh, particular teaching of the Buddha uh, for a way of contemplating what's happening to you as an individual being. The, so that you you have the insight knowledge. You see this this dhamma clearly. Now the immediacy of 
say, of, with mindfulness wisdom, then when there's right view, when there's samadhiti, then there's not there's not the this this uh, this paticca samuppada doesn't operate. It's merely the <laughs> it's merely a, a, a reflective teaching from the uh, about the experience of ignorance and grasping. But when there's right understanding, then there there is no then there's no ignorance and then there's no grasping. So there's still consciousness, and there's still there's still uh, the uh, five khandhas. There's still you still perceive, you still have volition, and conscious and feeling still have a body, but it's not the grasping, and it's not the ignorance. And then there's because of the there's not the ignorance, there's not the grasping of it as a self. You see what the emphasis the Buddha made on self. On what self is this self, and 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 that uh, this this self based on ignorance. It's not it's not a teaching to as, as a kind of metaphysical uh, doctrine that there is no self. It's not not meant to be from that position. It's not a, it's not a doctrinal position of no self, but the self that we create out of ignorance, that's not real. That's not permanent. That's not what one is. And yet, ignorant human beings, are always identify, with the self they create out of ignorance. Don't we? We we will always grasp and believe in a totally false self that we create out of avicca, bhajaya, sankhara. So you need to know that. You need to really see that. Uh, not, not just believe what I'm saying, but to investigate that. And this is what, they, like the Four Noble Truths, Patita Samuppada help us do, to see and know that beyond a doubt. If you really use this, the Buddhist teachings properly, you will definitely get beyond any doubt about this. It's not a speculative teaching. During this retreat, use use the experiences of this retreat. Just the wh- wh- how, how peaceful or how d- any disruptions or <clears throat> anything, any, any, any uh, unpleasant, suppressed memories start rising up in your consciousness. <laughs> Whatever. It's all, it's all part of the practice. Nothing, nothing. It's all, it's all dhamma for us. Not, none of it is is to be despised or rejected. It's all dhamma for us. The disruptions from the, from outside, the obsessions of the mind or the fears or the suppressed feelings coming up into consciousness or whatever, 
it's it's all dhamma seen from this seen in this particular way. So we're not we're not making any demand about this retreat being a certain way, are we? Yeah, we've got to keep it everything completely controlled, totally silent. Lock the gates, keep everyone out. Try to get the air uh, airline companies to direct their planes over a different route during this time. You don't want any airplane noise or any planes crashing on disrupting our practice. We don't want any terrorists or earthquakes, floods, fires, hurricanes. Anything to disrupt my tranquility, my practice, and so forth. This is they say, now, let's say for this retreat, let's really regard whatever happens as the way it is, both in, in the positive and the neutral and the negative. If it's, it's just the way things are, because it's Dhamma for us, rather than Pawadana, Gamadana, Pawadana, Vipawadana, 